it's Jen. And this is Britt. And this is Take, Take Your, Your Damn, Damn Shoes, Shoes Off. Off. And we're not going to ask twice. Hi, Britt. So what is your favorite strange food combination? That's a great question. <laughs> um, don't be grossed out. I won't. Okay. I'm really grossed out. So, you know, so I'm Korean, mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. those of you who don't know, and my mom, she would always go to H-Mart, and she would buy this, like, Korean yam. It's, like, it's not a sweet potato, but it's, like, for those who've never tried it, it's like a sweet potato, but it's better. It's called a yam, <laughs> and it's, like, um, have you ever tried it? It's called kogoma, but it's kind of purplish. Oh, yeah, 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 of course I have. But on the inside, it's not purple. Yeah. It's, like, yellow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. It's really, really good, super sweet, and I don't know how to describe the taste of it, but it's like if you're eating like, gosh, it's kind of like a potato starchy texture, but then it tastes sweet. Yeah, it's kind of like ube. Yeah, yeah, that's the best way to describe it. It's like ube. Um, But anyways, I love, I used to take the kogoma, and then I would take sriracha and a slice of lime. So I'd put the, I would like uh, split open the kokoma after it's baked in the oven and it gets mm-hmm. so delicious. And then I would sprinkle some lime on it and then <laughs> put some sriracha over it and eat it. And literally my brother and sister and like my mom, they were all making fun of me saying that it looked disgusting. Oh, but, but I promise you don't good. knock it until you try it. It is delicious. Yeah. All those flavors. <laughs> I love it. What about you? Um, I put vinegar on a lot of things. I love vinegar on everything, and it's really weird. Um, I actually have a lot of weird food combinations. Um, I really like ground mustard on my eggs. Like deviled eggs, kind of, right? Yeah, um, but it's kind of gross. <laughs> Do you just like it? Just looks gross, but it's just, so good. So you just take like a huge thing of like mustard a dollop and then of you mustard just put it on like hard boiled egg. No, on like like a my preference is um, like a med- a medium uh, fried egg. A medium, a medium rare egg. Medium cooked egg. <laughs> what is a medium cooked egg? <laughs> or over medium. <laughs> <laughs> not a sunny side up uh-huh you like flip it over and you kind of make it so that the yolk isn't too soft so it's oh, like oh okay or yeah it isn't too runny mm-hmm. okay but it also it, it's me it's it's medium <laughs> it's, it's like, like a fried egg kind of yeah, yeah but like with more of the yolk being the, mm-hmm. the yolk's softer gotcha um and i really like olives with margaritas so okay those, those are my three weird things yeah I mean, I don't know how I feel about mustard, but I could see the olive because I love olives, especially the same, green ones. Same, yeah, I they're love so olives. Hi, y'all. I am Jen, and I'm a daughter of immigrants. And um, I've come to know that immigrants go through a similar journey, and we have a similar story, but they are all very unique and they're worth telling and that story is special because it's yours um brit has always been vocal in one way or another about injustices and 
So I've always felt drawn to her and her passion and we share the same values and beliefs and that we're both daughters of immigrants. Um, so we often talk about our journey in maneuvering through a world that is so, so, so centered around the white narrative. Um, so she asked me to join her in telling the unique experience of growing up in white America. And we often talk about how we've always had to uphold this stature in order to be accepted and that we have to work hard, keep your head down and all of this shit that makes us, um, that quiets us, that silences us. Um, and as Asian Americans, we've come to know and see that uh, we all silently suffer. We suffer in silence. Um, anyway, we are learning more and more as a society that um, community and the sense of belonging are integral for survival and well-being. And so there is a deep need for community and we need to protect our community now and always. Yeah, thanks, Jen. I completely agree with you yeah. that um, we're really here for the very reason to just share who we are to the core. Um, I'm super proud to be a daughter of immigrants as well. That's something that I feel has given me so much character um, mm -hmm. throughout my womanhood and throughout um, every single day that, you know, whenever, for example, my parents had this very strong um, sense of pride of being Korean yeah. uh, because of our history. It's beautiful. And because of our culture. And every day I'm, I walk around and I'm proud to be Korean. I'm proud to eat the food that my parents make me and um, the way that I am. Um, but also there is this reality that we live in. Um, it's that we live in a world where we are told that we are to be hated and that um, we ha are nothing, that we have nothing, and that we should be quiet. Um, we should be just blend into the background and, um, and we shouldn't be brave. Um, but I feel so differently. I feel like there are so many things to be proud of. Um, and... One thing that I realized this year with the pandemic going on mm -hmm. is that hate is truly a virus and I see it every single day and I have seen it every single day growing up from going to school and, you know, as kids growing up being told that we're ugly or that our eyes are weird or that our food smells stinky um, to... TV and Hollywood where our women are hypersexualized yeah. and then our men are completely emasculated. Um, and then I see it at work <laughs> where mm -hmm. we have unfair biases against us because of the model minority, um, which also bleeds into the law and politics. So in every subsect of our lives and in this world, we see this hate and it truly is a virus. Um, and that's why really I'm here. That's why Jen is here. That's why we we are here to shed light on um, 
the fact that we're kind of like as Asians, we're now here in the at the height of the Stop Asian Hate movement, and we as a community are faced with even more hate and backlash than ever before. So now is the time for us to really step up, and and create platforms and resources where we can. To um, uh, one thing I did want to point out, Jen, and I think I mentioned this to you before, is that um, I'm really thankful for the Black community and for all of the work that they have done to not only build up resources for their community, but also like simultaneously help other people of color. Yeah, they paved yeah. the way for us. Yeah, they did. And especially with the whole Stop Asian Hate movement, um, there were so many... Um, there were so many people from the black community who were supporting us and who have who had our back despite what the news was showing what the white media was showing was that um and i was actually talking to my mom um we had this conversation because so my mom is very you know she has a close circle of korean friends and she just talks to her circle of friends and in her head, she only sees what the media shows her. And I had to kind of break it down for her. Like, no. Yeah. Like, the media... Like, 90% of the hate crimes that are committed are committed by white folks, by white men. Um, but the media actually tries to <laughs> throw the narrative around in their favor and portrays, actually, a lot of the black community um, holding somehow them responsible for everything that's going on. Um, But um, anyways, that's why we're here doing this to uh, get the facts straight on things like this, um, to turn the narrative around so that we are now in charge of it and we are in power um, to claim space um, and, and to take back our power really together as, as you know, you and me, yeah. Me and Jen, <laughs> this is our journey. Yeah. <laughs> and taking back our power. Absolutely, Britt. Um, yeah, you guys, we, Britt and I, have been working on this for several months now. Um, so we're really, really excited to go on this journey with you. Um, Britt and I, we often talk about um, our experiences and what's going on in the world right now. And we, we cry, we laugh, we are going through this journey together and we are excited to share that with you. Um, the story about the Asian American experience has been diluted due to our lack of actual representation in the media. Um, it's whitewashed media and like I mentioned earlier, we've been quietly suffering for a long time and right now it's the time to amplify our voices Mm. and there's just something about using your voice as a form of releasing the suffering and the hurt um so that's why we've created this space so that we can amplify our voices yeah and every time we have a new discussion we always learn something new from each other yeah and something new that reinforces who we are and why we're here and um the need for this platform so um i hope that you guys find this 
our journey just as meaningful as it is to us. And today, um, I we want to send you off um, on this last note. I just hope that today you are here to be boldly and fearlessly you. And um, I hope that you're able to find a way to be a platform where people like us can hear each other and speak the truth for each other about our history, about our pain and suffering, and the very being of who we are as Americans. Um, Britt and I are, you guys can't see us, but Britt and I are tearing up right now. (laughs) Um, But yeah, like we said, we're excited to go on this journey with you. Yeah, so um, stay tuned, you guys, for <laughs> more, many more uh, discussions to come. And uh, it's going to be a similar format where we just keep it open and vulnerable. And yeah. hopefully you guys can feel like you guys are sitting right here with us um, while we're having this conversation. Yeah. Um, uh, you guys can put your shoes back on now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming to our show take your damn shoes off thank y'all <laughs> okay i think that was pretty good Yay!